Welcome to the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. A few weeks ago, I said on the air flippantly, you know what? I don't think the Republicans are doing a damn thing about making sure that the only the people that are registered to vote legally are voting. Oh my, a friend of mine wrote and said, oh, I have issue with you, brother. Uh, and so I promised, I said, right after the, right after the holidays, we'll have you on because she's going to share some things with us that you've probably not heard and it will give you an awful lot of hope. There's a lot of people really working hard to make sure that this election is buttoned up and trustworthy. We're going to talk to her in 60 seconds. First, there is nothing quite as satisfying as knowing that everyone in the house is asleep but you, right? Don't you love it? You lie there in bed and you look at the clock and you're like, I've got to go to sleep! You just watch the clock tick. Oh, it's wonderful. Guessing you've you've had that experience uh, from time to time. Just like the regular relief factor that you might take for pain, relief factor sleep is 100% drug-free. With its blend of natural ingredients, it's designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress and improving mood and promoting relaxation. I should be taking this right now. Uh, Maybe some in the audience do because I hear a lot of them fall asleep during the program. Uh, I know from uh, from experience that it works. Works for my wife. We both take it a couple of times a week. It never grogs you out. You don't feel it in your body. Again, it's all natural. It's 1995. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800 the number 4 relief. That's 800 the number 4 relief. Relieffactor.com. Dream big and sleep tight. We we have to say a very humble hello to Cleta Mitchell. She's an election attorney. She is a Conservative Partnership Institute senior legal fellow. And was somebody who was, I, I caused a lot of angst before the holidays. Cleta, how are you? I'm fine, Glenn. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm fine. But let, but let me correct one thing that, uh, to be sure, what I, what I am going to talk about, this is not something the Republican Party is doing. So yes. you were right about that. This correct. is something grassroots patriots and people, volunteers are doing. It's not the party. Right. And then <laughs> that was my point. But then, you know, when, when you reached out to me, I felt bad because there's a lot of people that are really sacrificing a lot of time and you're making great progress on, yes. on a few things. And I want to talk to you about them. Okay, so, great. So, so tell me overall what's happening where are we really hitting where have we gained ground on just cleaning up the rolls and making sure that it's going to be a tight election well look i mean one thing let me just set the stage for you just a a bit um the left has been about the business of wrecking our election system for 30 years and in particular uh the national voter registration act was bill clinton's very first uh piece of legislation when he was elected president. And it was the first piece passed back in 1993, the National Voter Registration Act, motor voter. We all remember now we have to, when you register, when you go get a driver's license, you register, they register you to vote. That has created all kinds of havoc on the voter rolls. 
And the other part of that federal law is it puts shackles on uh, local jurisdictions, election offices, as well as the states in terms of allowing them to remove people who've moved away, et cetera, et cetera. Blackout periods and all kinds of waiting periods and a cumbersome process. So let's start with the fact that the Democrats and, of course, Republicans have in Congress basically been asleep at the wheel on these issues for many decades. Fast forward to 2020. The day after that election, citizens all over this country woke up and said, wait a minute, what has happened to our election system? And so that's when I joined the National, uh, the Conservative Partnership Institute as a senior legal fellow focused solely on building, trying to build a permanent infrastructure of citizens, volunteers across the country to be come involved in their local election offices, same way parents have realized they've got to be involved in their school boards and know what's going on. So we started a year ago. Um, so I wrote a guidebook. It's called uh, the uh, Citizen's Guide to Building an Election Integrity Infrastructure. And people can go to our website and download it. It's free. It's www.whoscounting.us, and we have videos, training videos, how people can get involved. One of the tracks is cleaning voter rolls, and we started a year ago a national working group on cleaning voter rolls, and we have literally, there are hundreds, actually thousands of citizens across the country working in their local election offices, identifying duplicates, dead people, people who have moved. And I mean, it's to me, it's pretty remarkable what they are doing. And we also have been working to try to get Congress to change the federal law to get the federal government out of the um, business of dictating to states telling them when they can and cannot clean their voter rolls. So that's a little bit of the background. So so wait, 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 tell me. This is going on in how many states and districts? Because I this uh, this what I fear uh, is that we are cleaning things up, and this is really good in states like Texas, et cetera, et cetera, uh, Florida. But the problem states like Georgia or uh, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, maybe there's not anything being done there. Is that well, accurate or no- not? Well, no, it's not accurate. Good. We're trying. It, we're trying hard. And in fact, Georgia, let me just talk about Georgia for a moment, because that's one of the the places where the most work is going on. Mm. And of course, where we're having to fight with Mark Elias, who's threatened all of the county election offices in Georgia with litigation if they uh, if they listen to these citizen challenges. But let me just give you a couple of updates about Georgia. We have uh, one thing that's really amazing is uh, a retired physician, Dr. Rick Richards, has created a software that he is making available to volunteers all over the country that will allow them to run their voter rolls against other databases for free. He's making it available for free to them. And so they can run it against the the national change of address, who's moved. They can run it to determine who are duplicates. and so, and he's actually gotten this software adopted by a county in Georgia that said, well, this is what we need because our job under the law is to clean the voter rolls. Of course, let me just pause just a moment. When that happened, 
the left has come after him, after me, because I introduced him to the National Working Group on Voter Rolls that the uh, Election Integrity Network uh, hosts. And they've done uh, CBS, ABC. They've all done hit pieces, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, um, saying that this is terrible. We're trying to suppress the vote by cleaning the voter rolls. Just so you know, hey, we always have to deal with that. And um, But we're undeterred. You know, I'm used to that. He He's used to that. And so, nonetheless, we're moving forward. There's a gentleman in uh, Fulton County, Georgia, who has personally... Uh, been through the voter rolls and has filed over uh, 11,000 challenges to duplicates and bad registrations in Fulton County. And these counties in Georgia are required by state law to hear citizen challenges and act upon those within 30 days. And they've been threatened, the counties have been threatened by Mark Elias, literally, who sent a, lo- a letter threatening them um, to all the counties. But there was just a decision earlier this week in which um, that challenge, the, the statute that um, under state law that allows citizens to come in and challenge a bad registration uh, was upheld by a, a court. So I think that that's going to open the way to move forward with these challenges. But we have in some states, so Fulton County has stopped hearing challenges. That doesn't mean the people are not out there identifying mm-hmm. uh, the problems. We're probably now just going to have to start filing our own lawsuits to force them to actually follow state law. In other states, like take a blue state like New Mexico. I know we don't think of that as a swing state any longer, but those volunteers have been able, under the most difficult circumstances, to get over 30,000 bad registrations removed from the voter rolls there. Cleda, um, is, there, yeah. is there any way you can guess or know if any of those had been used fraudulently in the past? Well, it, we do know, yes, we do know in the, in the states where the cast vote records are public records, we can see, we do know that there are registrants who we now see are deceased who've cast ballots. But, you know, one of the things that is problematic is getting these election officials anywhere to uh, be willing. They're, it's hard to describe the intimidation that has gone on by the left and the infiltration by the left in the election system of our country. Yeah. I mean, the Capital Research Center estimates that leftist billionaires have invested, found, including big left-wing foundations, have invested between 11 and $14 billion in the last decade building this gigantic leftist uh, infrastructure into every aspect of our, our voting and our election process. So it's very difficult to get these election officials to, to willingly want to turn somebody over for prosecution. So what we focused on with the voter rolls is in really training people to make, to sit down and, and make friends in advance if they possibly can with a local election official to say, we're not here to attack you. We're not here to uh, berate you. We have a, we have volunteers who are willing to help you do your job. Because they always say they're overworked, et cetera. And, um, and so by doing that, 
we have seen these situations in county after county. New Jersey, there's a group of volunteers. They, in one county, they were able to remove you know, over 7,000 bad registrations this past year. And so it, people say, well, what difference does it make? Well, it makes a difference because when you have bad dirt, you had dirty voter rolls, you have people registered multiple times. What the left has been intent upon doing is getting legislatures and election officials, sometimes without legislative authority, as happened in uh, Georgia in 2020, to send a, a ballot, either an absentee ballot or an absentee ballot application to everybody on the voter rolls. Well, if you've got somebody registered seven times, they're going to get seven ballots. Mm-hmm. And that's a big issue that we're fighting right now in Nevada and Clark County. And that group of people out there have made friends and built relationships and credibility with the election office. And they are literally going through the roles and providing evidence. And when the, they provide the evidence that is, can be confirmed by the registrar, they are moving those people from active to inactive. May not sound like a big deal, they don't get an automatic ballot. In Nevada, they get an automatic, everybody on the active list gets an automatic ballot. That's crazy. So we've got all these volunteers who are working against the clock to move as many of those bad registrations off the active list so they don't get live ballots, so we don't have these live ballots floating around everywhere in Uh, Clark County. All right, hang on just a second, Cleta. We're talking to Cleta Mitchell. She's an election attorney on what is being done at the state level. I'm going to come back and ask her to explain something new called Eagle Eye that is uh, is making the feathers of the left uh, even more ruffled. But we'll tell you about it in just a second. First, Jay wrote in about his dog's experience with Rough Green. He says, Ginger loves Rough Green. She's four years old and can be a picky eater sometimes. But with Rough Green, she eats her food immediately and she has more energy and is more regular. Keep it coming, Rough Greens. Uh, sounds to me like Ginger started enjoying Rough Greens right out of the gate. It was the same with my dog, Uno, and we started noticing a difference almost overnight. I mean, it was remarkable. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on the dog's food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the green stuff. And if it's healthy for your dog, it's most likely in Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog's going to love it. They want to give you a special deal your first trial bag of Rough Greens for your dog for free. You just pay for shipping. You get your first trial bag for free if you call 833-GLEN-33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, or roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Cleta, tell me about Eagle Eye and what that is. Well, that's the software that I mentioned earlier that was developed by uh, Dr. Rick Richards and his son, John Richards. Um, it, John is in the, in the business. Uh, Dr. Richards is a retired physician, and he, but he has, this has been uh, something he's been doing for many years, is developing different kinds of software. And so he got interested as a volunteer in developing a software that could assist in the in the com- comparison uh, to automate comparison of the voter rolls, the voter list against 
other databases. And that's what he is making available to uh, these groups across the country, these citizen groups. And, and it's being considered in 23 states. I think Texas is using it now, right? Oh, there are lots of states that are using it. And um, in terms of they're going to de- they're in the process of developing a different software that can be used by official offices, by the state or by local jurisdictions. But I will tell you that there has been a concerted effort on the left to stop uh, to 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 try to stop Eagle Eye in its tracks uh, to attack Dr. Richards, to attack me. Uh, I'm kind of a dog whistle for the left, uh, which is you know because they say my name and that because I did volunteer legal work for President Trump post election 2020. Then you know, and I haven't let them scare me away um, to you. keep on working in these arenas. But they, 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 we've had all these bad. Well, I consider them positive press announcements, but they're intended to to right. basically get uh, jurisdictions to not accept. Uh, any data presented that's used Eagle Eye. But I don't think they're having an effect that, you know, Dr. Rick is still working with all these states and uh, local volunteers and making big progress and helping people. It's automating it, but it still takes the time of volunteers. We need more volunteers. So, Cleta, let let me ask you, where are the billionaires and the Republican Party on this? Why are we... Why do we constantly struggle with that on our side? Oh, well, the Republican Party is just not interested in this area. Why? Well, because you want to know why I really think? Because the consultants, the political consultants can't see a way to make money on it. And so they call the shots. And that's basically why you don't have the party involved. In, in, in anything like this. Now, the, I will say this, the, the Election Integrity Task Force that Ronna McDaniel appointed after the November 2020 election, they did a comprehensive review, and this was an area that they said our party should be involved in this. But they're not doing it. Not. No. But they're not. not. They're not. not. And, and, and so our efforts are nonpartisan. Because, right. you know, do I think that most of the people involved in this are, are conservatives? Yes. But and they probably vote Republican. But we are not doing this to help or hurt a candidate. The I will tell you, these volunteers, it makes me cry, frankly, to talk about it. I sent out a I see the work that they're doing. I sent out an email, frankly, uh, after your guys said that you know, ask if I would do the show today. And I said, hey, can you give me some facts and stats that I can share with Lynn? (laughs) And I've just been overwhelmed with these emails and things that people have said that they're doing. It's just phenomenal. Why don't you strip them so the the names aren't there, uh, so we don't don't cause trouble for people? I did. Okay, good, good. Yeah, and I've got more to send to them because I got more last night. Good. So I did send that to your guys. We'll we'll post it at glenbeck.com. Cleta, if you need volunteers, uh, they just go to whoscounting.us? They go to whoscounting.us and sign up. It may say be a poll observer or whatever, but if you if you say you want to work on voter rolls or we have other areas, we do have we've got to protect vulnerable voters in nursing homes and group homes Big from time. the attacks by the left that and we train people how to do that. 
We train people how to start a local task force to oversee their local election office. All voting takes place locally, unless it's overseas voting, which is a whole different topic. But but we have to have our people think how much of a difference those few the, the minority of parents who got involved mm-hmm. and shared and told here's what's going on blew the whistle on what was going on in these government schools and realizing parents are realizing if you're if my child is going to be in a government school i need to be at the school board meetings i need to know what's going on it is the same thing with elections and these volunteers all over the country who are working so hard on cleaning voter rolls uh, they, they make me cry. Talk Cleta, thank you. Again, whoscounting.us. Get involved. Whoscounting.us. Glenn Beck. Okay, do yourself a favor. Um, you'll thank me later. I want you to go online and check out MyPillow's website right now. If you've ever thought of buying anything from them, they're having an enormous blowout sale at MyPillow. Everything, everything is on sale. The lowest prices they've ever offered, plus free shipping for your entire order. 50% on MyPillow 2.0 or 50% off the new flannel sheets. Their six-pack towel set, $29.98 right now. It's enormous. Take advantage of free shipping, especially on the larger items, such as the mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA and on sale for as low as $99.99. You'll also find sales on their kitchen towels, their dog beds, their blankets, and so much more with the promo code BECK. To find the offer, just go to MyPillow.com. You'll click on the radio listener special square and check out everything that I've mentioned and more on sale. Remember, it's MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Enter the promo code BECK. You can also use the promo code BECK if you know what you want. You just call them up at 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com. And it's BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The code Glenn Plus. You can now save 30 bucks off your annual subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Next Thursday, a week from yesterday, we're going to be releasing a brand new Blaze original documentary. These are something new that have started because of Blaze Plus. Um, the uh, It's the truth on Colony Ridge, and it is exclusively for Blaze TV subscribers. A month from now or so, we make it available for everybody. Um, but uh, on Monday, I'm going to give you just a little taste of the documentary that we've been working on. It is a game changer. It's a game changer. Uh, and I'll tell you more about it on, uh, on Monday. But this is, this is what makes our country a third world country. And uh, as you will see, there's not a lot anybody wants to do to stop it. So that's uh, on Monday and the thing will come out on, the documentary comes out on Thursday. So make sure you join us at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code uh, Glenn Plus and save thirty bucks off your year subscription. Nobody wanting to stop it. You can apply it to the entire border situation, right? Oh yeah. And it doesn't seem like anyone really cares. I guess, uh, particularly in the administration. You know, we had these new 
numbers that came out, it was what, 302,000 mm-hmm. that crossed in one month, the mm-hmm. highest in history. And I was going through the, the numbers to look back at where we've been. And really, since Joe Biden took office, we've been between 150 and 250,000 illegal immigrants every single month. And, you know, you think, okay, well, 300,000 is up, but, you know, it's not that far up. You can lose perspective <laughs> yeah, quickly easily because that's 220%. Maybe, you know, the average is probably, honestly, about almost 50%. Um, but still, you could say, all right, well, it's up, but how it's not up that much. Is it really that bad? Well, go back in history a little bit. I went back to 2000, just 2014. You can go back to the Obama administration. You get all the Trump years in there. And you look at the chart and you see almost all the years are, are you know, correlated. They're all very closely kind of packed together mm-hmm. in one area, except for one year, 2019, where you do see a real peak, an out of the ordinary sort of outlier peak, mm-hmm. um, where it goes way up above all the other years. And, and what was that number? <laughs> way up above all the others. It's important to note, too. It was a peak. It came up. And it came down, right? Okay. Like almost immediately mm-hmm. um, in 2019. That peak in 2019 was 150,000. So it was a little bit less than that. Now, almost the entire Biden administration has been spent between 150,000 per month and 250,000 per month. The peak of any year from 2014 to 2019 was a couple of months. And you remember that time. It was the caravans mm-hmm. and we were talking mm-hmm. about it quite a bit. Um, but it did go up there, it peaked, and then it dropped down almost immediately. If you look at all of the other and years... And we said at the time, this is a trial run. Remember? Mm. This is trial one, run. Look at what's happening. They are, they are, this is an invasion, and if it works, it's going to be going on forever. Uh, and uh, it turns out, yeah, that's exactly... Because I just went back and looked at one of the monologues from 2018 on that very subject. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the average for all of the other years between 2014 and 2019 was about 40,000. Now, you know, occasionally it would bump up to 50 or 60, but I mean, uh, about 40,000, there are months that are almost, you know, close to 10,000, right? So almost, you know, in, I mean, that still seems like a lot to me. (laughs) It seems like a lot to just allow 10,000 people into your country that are, uh, illegal immigrants, but still, that number is nothing compared to what we're doing now, and we're over three hundred thousand. This is like, you know, there's a big story in the New York Times today that said Biden is receiving pressure about on the border, and mm-hmm. not just from Republicans. Oh yeah, we're now to the point where Democrats are like, okay, like we agree with you, we should let everybody in, blah 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 blah. But like, come on, this is killing us. And, of course, it's misreported in the New York Times that mo- they say, I believe the quote was, most of the illegal immigrants have been sent by Greg Abbott. This is not true at all. I mean, it's a, it's a small percentage so overall, um, you know, of the illegal immigrants that have gone to cities like New you York. You got five million people coming across the border. You think the busload of 60 at a time no, uh, is is making a dent? I think the number is something like 25,000 that have been sent from Texas. I mean, we have 300,000 in a month that are crossing the border. Now, they don't all go to New York City. A lot of them do go to these big cities, though, and a lot of them are, are put there by the administration, who has been sending them there as well. It's not just been a, a, a conservative talking point. It's been something that's happened to 
communities all across the country. And of course, the border states feel this the worst. And that's why Abbott I mean, started I, doing this. I, I, here's, give, let me give you a headline. Yeah. What pops out at you? Denver to spend $180 million on migrants in 2024. Mayor calls it unsustainable. What pops out to you? $180 million in uh-huh. 2024. Uh-huh. Mayor calls it, calls it unsustainable. I mean, a lot pops out there. Yeah, okay. $180 million is a lot. Uh, $180 million. mayor of Denver. This yeah, is not some commu- you know, conservative community complaining about illegal immigration. Okay. It's $180 million for the next year for Denver. One hey, city. Denver, what do you think it's like for Houston, for Dallas, for San Antonio, for Austin? What do you think it is for Phoenix, for Tucson? What are you, crazy? Imagine what it is. Imagine what it is. We were spending, I think, an Eagle Pass. It was $20,000 a day just in medical care. People come up and they needed emergency services. So it was like $20,000 a day. It was some... Crazy amount of money for this little teeny town. I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't work. Then you have New Jersey. New Jersey is is suing. Isn't it New Jersey that's suing? New York. Is, New York yeah. is suing. Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to have to sue New Jersey, too, because New Jersey is taking them off the buses that have been sent to New Jersey. By the way, the federal government is flying planes in the middle of the night into states. Um, New Jersey is now putting them on trains. They'll get off a bus and they're like, hey, here's a ticket to the train. See you in New York City. Yeah, because New York basically came up with a rule trying to ban these buses from coming in. And so they've been dropping them off at the train stations right outside the border in Jersey City and all these other places. And they just take the train right across the border into New York, where, again, I mean, so much of this problem comes from the 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 New York uh, rules, which state a guaranteed right to shelter so anyone who comes in anyone of any whether legal or not if they're in new york city they must give them shelter this is why they have over 200 hotels now filled with illegal immigrants in in new york city can you imagine this how do you how, how do these hotels ever go back how do they ever go back they'll become flop houses just because you're i mean you're pulling them out of the market you know, for tourists and everything yeah. else, you're, 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 I'm, I'm guessing that it's, you know, it's not necessarily the tidiest group of people. Um, you're, you're only getting the bottom of the scale uh, of tenants, if you will. That aren't paying, right? Yeah, that aren't they don't paying. have a, an ownership have, interest in they keeping don't have the place a, beautiful. Right. They, what are you going to do? Kick me out? I mean, right to shelter what is going to happen to these places i mean and and you know there was a the story this is from a couple of months back but it was a pretty nice hotel and they had a nice restaurant inside of it a restaurant that somehow yeah. made it through covid yes um and finally got to reopen after the months and months and months and months they they forced them to be closed they finally got to reopen and then uh, all they become of a migrant their, hotel it became a migrant hotel so no one's going to eat at the fancy restaurant at the migrant hotel Right, like they're not like coming down for nice steak dinners, so they just had to close, just had to close, close up shop, and give it. They of course gave a nice imagine? big statement about how wonderful illegal immigrants are on the way out, but that was basically 
What happened? Let me, let, me, let me ask you this. Imagine you're somebody who came here legally, or you came here even illegally, but you are working. Okay, You really are trying to better yourself. Okay, And you're working at a New York hotel, and you work your ass off. I don't know if you've – I mean, when you go and stay at a, at a hotel, they're usually non-citizens or new citizens – and they work hard, and I can't—I can't imagine the crap they take from, you know, rich people. Um, but now imagine you've been working that job. You're trying to keep your kids mm. in school. You're paying taxes, and you're now cleaning the rooms of the illegals. Can you imagine that? What a slap in the face! Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And, you know, look, 60 Republicans went down to the border. There's a great video that kind of went viral. And you've seen the video a million times of, you know, you're looking at the border. You're seeing a bunch of illegal immigrants cross the border, walking across with no no sense of urgency, right? There's not like, oh, my gosh, we got to get across. We're, we're in danger. We're going to get caught. It's just walking across because that's what they do now. Mm. And then the camera slowly zooms in. And in the background of the shot, you see... The 60 Republicans and them giving their speeches right there. They're crossing the border right in front of the Republicans who are there trying to shore up the border. Yeah. I mean, there is no... Welcome to America. No shame, right? Yeah. And so, but the, and what's interesting about the 60 Republicans going down there is it is a pretty clear signal. This is not just about trying to stop what's going on at the border, which, of course, I mean, I do think Republicans do care about this. Uh, certainly their, their voters do. But this is a clear signal as to the approach they're going to try... Uh, when it comes to this election. They're going to make the border a central issue. It should be. Should be. It's been ignored for years. As I've said, you know, we just talked about this. This is not, this this is not, this is not the typical. It's not. It's not. This is completely out of control. Yeah, this is an emergency, a national emergency. By the way, um, you know, I've been telling you about all what the other states are doing in the cities and how they're all collapsing. Uh, In California... They've decided to go the extra mile. Um, They're now going to uh, provide sex change surgery and hormone therapy uh, and include that in the free health care coverage for illegal immigrants in California. So, I mean, sunshine all the time, beautiful beaches. You know, eventually those homes will probably be empty uh, you, I mean, why would you go to New York or or Denver if you're from South America? You would probably say, "Why not go to California?" And I'm gonna have a sex change for free as well. Free Phillips, free sex changes. Ding ding. All right, let me tell you about uh, Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile's mission on their website is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. What do they do? What that's their mission statement? What do they do? They're a cellular phone company? Yeah. They're Patriot Mobile. They know glorifying God means give people an honest deal, be honest, be good to people, serve people. But they also know that our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms, they know who they come from and they know they're under attack. When you're with Patriot Mobile, know that a portion of your bill is going to the kinds of causes that you stand for. Unlike, And it's not even, I mean, it's their profit. They're taking it out of their profit. They could be saving it or, you know, like Verizon, 
could be sending it to Planned Parenthood. They offer nationwide dependable coverage, access to all three major networks, so you're on the same coverage without sending the money to leftist causes, and you're saving money. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, 972-PATRIOT. Make sure you use the offer code Beck. Make the switch today and save. 972-PATRIOT. The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program. We'll be right back. Uh, let me uh, give you a strange story here. First of all, from Boston, we're going to go cut one. Here's a uh, video of a Boston Democrat uh, who is supposed to be taking the oath of office and is not doing it. Watch. We'll support the Constitution thereof. We'll support the Constitution thereof. So help me God. So help me God. I do solemnly swear. I do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully and impartially discharge. That I will faithfully and impartially discharge. And perform all the duties. Incumbent on me. Incumbent on me. As a member of the Boston City Council. See, if you're watching, okay, so City Council, not the lady in the white or the man in the black, but the the woman in between. Oh, you can barely see her there. You can barely see her, and she's not saying a word. And somebody spotted this at the thing and brought it to the council and said, she didn't take the oath of office. So they said, you've got to come back in and take the oath of office. She didn't. She won't come in to take the oath of office. Uh, maybe you shouldn't be in office then? Maybe? That's strange. Open wait, wait, contempt. She, but she won't do it? No. Isn't that a requirement of the job? <laughs> I think so. I mean, like, I, you couldn't I, become president of the nope. United States without the oath of, oath nope. of office, could you? I, nope. I think so. Now, no. she may be all, you know, very distracted because she doesn't have her Stanley Cup from Target, uh, you know, the red Valentine one, and uh, people are being trampled for those now. Trampled for the yeah. red Stanley yeah, Cup. Yeah, that's, uh, yep, that's, that's. Do you have 500,000 of these at your house? That's what we have. Every one of our cabinets is filled with these cups. No. I don't know when they became, I don't understand how they became this big thing. They're nice cups. They they keep stuff really cold. They're, they're great. Are but... these just people, do you remember, you might be too young, the green industrial thermos, you know, like all the iron workers had those green, and those were Stan. They were made by Stanley. Oh, really? I don't yeah, know. Are yeah. they the thermos people? I mean, Did that's go basically in? what they make now, right? The right. just like they're kind. But, I mean, there's a bunch of companies in that space, right? But um, but I think the thermos people are also the ones that make the tape measures and the screwdrivers and everything else. Okay, I don't think those are the same companies. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Well, because I tra- people- if, the, if I had if I had a cup. That had the logo of the tool people. Mm. Oh, I'd trample. I'd trample a whole store full of people. That's true. You know, they should start making those immediately. Every company that has Stanley in their name should just start making the cups. And they're not. You know, what's crazy is uh, they're not free. 
No. People are beating each other and paying for it. 